Welcome to Hashtag All Podcasts Matter presents Just a regular ass movie review This week we're talking about Atomic Blonde Our favorite sex penis movie of the year Yeah, it was got lessened it up up in that bitch Yeah, that wasn't in the comic, they threw that in there Oh, there's a comic? Yeah Oh, well, it's, it's, guess I gotta start No, I don't care No, it's, uh, it's, it doesn't matter, it's fine uh, I, d- I just want to start saying quotes so they can get on movie posters. Mm-hmm. And we got to make them like more ludicrous. Like, groin grapplingly good. Ooh, swag. You know, random and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, uh, this movie was long as fuck. But I give this movie a solid B because of the soundtrack. It would have been a C without the fire-ass soundtrack. And I know half these songs. 30, but I was tapping my foot the whole time. Thirty minutes less it gets a B for me, but for being <laughs> for being too long, I'm giving it a C minus. Nah, man, I was tapping my foot the whole movie. I was like, yeah, damn, eighties music was the best, and like I never knew I needed uh, George Matthew George Michaels to the end of time in a fight scene. That I was like, this I didn't know I needed this shit. This this was amazing, amazing. You got to give people flowers while they're here, man. George. <laughs> that was, bro, was that like, was that like, fuck, and that was the fight scene we saw in the, in the trailer. No, it was, it was still pretty great. I really enjoyed I it. I was like, this George Michael just made this shit. Like, what? It was fire. So, um, the, jump in this shit because you're hungry, right? Yeah. Uh, right. So I'll try not to be hangry the whole, the whole fucking episode. But this movie is, it's a little bit. A little bit John Wicky, and it actually does hold those comparisons mm-hmm. because it's from one of the directors of the first John Wick, mm-hmm. and uh, Charlie's and Keanu did some training together mm-hmm. while we're you know getting ready for these movies. Keanu, he, he don't be doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Ew, you want to be like me? Fine. <laughs> just don't tie the two movies in together, please don't. No, that's it. That's the only connection they share. All right. I'm no. I'm just saying, don't universe of shit oh you know, oh no i'm not universes doing are a thing i'm not doing that no not you oh no oh, them. no oh no universes are a thing now. well this is in 1989 so so you know they they will they'll tell us white people don't age <laughs> they'll tell us that shit in a hot second were you okay with this this was a secret period piece oh yeah i didn't know it was a period piece and i was like hey wait 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 wait, hey hey what the fuck's going on here and i guess i should pay attention more no, trailers? no, the trailers didn't tell us that. I was pissed I off. I mean, if we looked at a car, we just saw it. I was mad, Vic. I was pissed off. No. <laughs> Don't fucking lie to me. Tell me what this movie is. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't mad. Like, when I realized this was in, like, 1989, I wasn't mad because I was like, I don't have no idea what the story was. This shit was all news to me, and I'm I'm born in 83. You're 84, right? Yeah. I came here for punch, ki- punch kicking, and vodka. Yeah. Oh, and filler. Don't forget filler. <laughs> I think I think they, they, they made this movie for us. It was like, look, look, look. All right, we're not gonna give you another John Wick for a while, but you're Charlie Staring being uh, uh, what is what the word the p word they use uh, pro, uh, proficient in hand to hand combat, <laughs> nigga, <laughs> proficient in hand to hand combat. I am proficient in Microsoft words. That's right. right. That's right. Like that means like most of her blows are gonna connect. Yeah, like good. She's yeah. she's all right. She's above average. And shit, she's a C plus hand in hand combat man. I and I, I, everybody else is C minus in this movie, I guess. And that's she's better than most. Yeah, that's fine. Like it, it's 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 not the top of her resume. Like yeah. it's 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 like the third third dot. I'm six. It's two. a third radio. I'm taller than most people in the world, but I'm not tall. I'm not that tall. <laughs> taller than most motherfuckers in the world. I, I can wear that, but you know, I'm proficient in height, but I will never be in the NBA. I never could have been. 
I was a little, <laughs> I was like, I was a little too round. You know, <laughs> I wasn't quick enough. NFL, yes, if I liked football that much. Glad I didn't. Brain damage. No, actually, I wish I was in the NFL right now. I'd be tap dancing like a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, Kaepernick needs to shave his hair. <laughs> what do you uh, mean, police brutality? Please love me. Look at this. Taking pictures. Everything is fine. Uh, the top note I have on this is uh, music and colors. Was the soundtrack fire? Yes. This, I, you know what? It was like, this is one of the best trial tracks I've heard since like Prince soundtracks. And I was like, it was 80s movies ass soundtrack. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, okay. And then Guardians, you know. No, you asked me that shit. Yeah. I asked, like, is Guardians of the Galaxy responsible for the resurgence of like uh, heavily soundtrack driven films? And I would say, y- yes. But, um, these soundtrack like actually like spoke to the film because like hearing fight the power back then was actually part of the movie because motherfuckers really was they the shit was pretty spot on to what like shit was going on like especially that time and that time revolutionary music rap music like rap music was already the shit but revolutionary rap music when like a fucking revolution was going on and shit like that it needed like it was happening and shit like that that's that's kind of like a like bookend for the film that i really like mm-hmm. of uh here's like the beginnings of mtv and like how like graffiti and color and music and like sort of the backdrop of like uh the berlin wall mm-hmm. and the politics behind it eventually didn't lead into like the, the actual like plot and ending of the film. That yeah, was, like that was, this, that was like dope. you can pick any songs. Like because first of all, first, 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 of all, Guardians of the Galaxy's one soundtrack way better than Guardians of the Galaxy two soundtrack. But movies, the movies don't the the soundtrack didn't push along the movie. It was just great to have movie. You can take any song out of Guardians of the Galaxy and put it a Michael Jackson song in it or Prince, and it'd be fine. All right. But these songs kind of moved. Even, like like I said, like uh, George Michaels, until the end of time, during a fight scene, wasn't, like, you could put another song in there, but it was so perfect for that. I was like, yeah, damn it. Like, it had nothing to do with the fight scene, but it was just so perfect. It was so elegant, elegante for a fight scene. It was, was like, it yeah. was. I'm it, like, it, like, damn. And whoever did the makeup on this movie needs Oscar. <laughs> it's better than Suicide Squad. Hey, apples and oranges. But she looked like she got her ass whooped the whole movie. Like they did great makeup. One dude had a pussy on his cheek, like a whole vagina on his cheek because she busted his shit wide open. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. So we we start at the end, but kind of not the end, like the end of part of the story, where motherfuckers, uh, or like middle. I don't know. They want to say the end, but a motherfucker get his head popped off by. Um, Russian agent number five. And so henchman number six. Yeah, he gets fucking hit by a car. Twice. Pinned against a van. Mm -hmm. His legs are definitely broken. Yeah. And then he gets popped in the head and he gets robbed for his watch. Yeah, and we're kind of like, what's the deal with this watch? Why is it so important? Why is it 1989? No, why is it 1989? Why are the Russians involved? Yeah. Um, They had two of the greatest movie villains ever on screen together. And had me rooting for the Germans. The Germans. <laughs> all right. I, I was rooting against and for the Germans at the same time because that one dude that was her contact, he's my favorite part of the whole movie. I don't know why. It's just having to trust somebody, being able to trust somebody in a movie of Spider-Man, I liked it. No, right? no, that's one of my favorite movie tropes. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going <laughs> to 
<laughs> it, it, it works every time. Like he, like him, like he's my favorite. I was like, bro, he's just honest the whole movie, and he's part of the revolution. The revolution, awesome. And so, um, there's a shot that tells us this is Germany, which is on the water, which mm-hmm. everybody's been copying since Civil War. That's fine. I'm fine with it. Hey, I, hey, I like water. Uh, 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 whatever. Anyway, so we get into it. Uh, so a motherfucker gets chopped, and then they bring in uh, Charlize Theron for debriefing. And she was like, I want C to be here. Her her real dude, her real partner. And he's like behind the window. And she knows they're here. And she was like, well, why the fucking CIA here? I don't want to be saying all this classified shit in front of CIA. He was like, well, he's here because he's here. And then he calls him a cocksucker. And he's like, what? 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 No, that's anything. And that was a big part of the movie. Wink. Spoiler alert. Um, so Atomic is here to tell her uh, tell her story. Tell the movie to the, uh, the CIA and some British intelligence. Mm-hmm. And this is a spy movie, right? So immediately I thought Zoloff was the, the bad guy in this movie. If y'all know what I'm talking about, Zoloff is the uh, the He's scientist from Captain America. From Captain America. Which we, which we just and, watched, yeah. Yeah. And so and his forehead is huge. His and motherfucker. Like he can play if they ever do the live action Megamind, uh the movie uh with Will Ferrell as a blue thing, they can use his forehead. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That motherfucker got a five head. I see what you did there. Atomic Loves Vodka. Did you like that? Oh, yeah. She was, she was heavy on the Stolies, which I love Stoli, too. Um, everything was Stoli. She's she's a assassin for the people. Yeah. <laughs> so she's drinking Stoli, smoking a cigarette inside. So the 80s. So the 80s. In a closed room with no ventilation, smoking cigarettes. I was like, God, this movie's so 80s. No, right after this movie, I, I bought I bought some menthols. <laughs> uh, with, 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 uh, with the... Not the crush proof bag. No. <laughs> you know, with the, the little paper bag that if you put in your pocket too long, you can break all your goddamn cigarettes. But they only cost $2 a pack, so it's all good. It's like, goddamn, I got to spend two more dollars. So she's telling a story. She's spinning us a yarn about espionage and stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, so tell us about Percival. So she wakes up in an ice bath. Well, no, that was before the movie. Well, that's fine. She's yeah, nice. Charlie's there and titties in it. I was like, nice titties. No, this movie is like, hey, just in case you're going to get bored, uh, Charlize Theron is naked quite a bit, mm-hmm. and she has a sexy spy friend, and she's like in her underwear quite a bit, so that's cool. And she's vaguely brown. Yeah. She's a, she's ethnic. Yeah. Um, So, she's telling a story, and then she was like, yeah, as soon as I got off the plane, it was on, you know, like Donkey Kong. Uh, so, Percival, or uh, Charles Xavier, is supposed to be her contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow Charles can walk in this movie now. I don't really understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, she gets picked up, and they tell her make sure you, make sure you don't trust anyone. The spy goddamn movie. All right, you don't even have to say that in spy movies. All right, <laughs> say spy movie. I'm like, don't trust anybody. But okay, so you know things go wrong as soon as she gets there, mm-hmm. and she, we see the action sequence that we see in because the, in the James McAvoy's character was late. Wink. Mm-hmm. I, was he really late? Because easy the lines the camera or line us. I'm not sure. He talks to the camera quite a bit, yeah. which is another like. Point. But he got out of bed with two bitches when they titties was out, and I was like, "Thank you, movie. All right, <laughs> that's already f- 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 six titties so far. My titty count's going up." And so, um, so she immediately knows something's wrong, and they was like, "Oh no, the jig is up!" And then she takes off her uh, red pump and just starts stabbing the motherfucker in the stoke. With it and shit like that. And that was pretty cool. This wouldn't be a good time for Joe Budden's Pump It Up. Hmm? Nice. 
Nice, but this is 80s. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. It wouldn't have been uh, time appropriate, I guess. <laughs> Maybe take on me. Take, uh, but I don't know. I don't these know. boots are made for walking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude. That's 60s, I guess. So anyway, so she starts like, she's at the motherfucking thok, and right, and then she like punches dude, and she punches him, and then she like steers the car. He's like, what are you doing? And, no, he's a Russian. He's like, what are you doing, comrade? And so, like, she was like, watch this. Hold on to seatbelt because this is going to save my life. And then she flips up her car. I tried that immediately after I saw the movie. It doesn't work. <laughs> she would have been severely injured. And so James McAvoy was following her the whole time in a Porsche. And you could have let her know, like, heads up. But I guess maybe he wanted something bad to happen. Also, someone else is watching her from a phone booth. What is that? Oh, uh, no, the- today. Today's kids won't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a hella phone books and I was like, oh, period piece, period piece. Where do you guys find these things? What is that glass closet she's in? Yeah, I don't she, I don't understand. Did she turn around three times to become a superpowered being? <laughs> uh, uh, atomic I'm gonna keep calling her that. Mm-hmm. Hope that's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> atomic has to go identify the body of uh, Oh wait, wait, then she shoots at Jay McAvoy, which is one of the things. Oh yeah, that's pretty funny. And James McAvoy's like, "Hey, don't worry. I'm a hard, I'm a hard drinking, H using, uh, tough son of a cuss in this movie, just like I have been for the previous six movies I've been in. But it's fine. I'm, I'm good at it. And I'm bald. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's got to be in his contract every movie now because he's like, I can't stop doing these X Men movies, baby. This money, <laughs> they're terrible. They're paying me to sit, sit down through a whole fucking movie and go like this." Pointed to my head. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I touched my temple. I've been doing that for 15 years. And I play chess. I fucking love chess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, life is good. I'm James McAvoy. Exactly. I'll be having the X-Men buzz it open for me. Anyway, so yeah, she goes and doing about the body and they were like, as soon as you go ID the body, they're going to revoke your visa and, you know, spy talk. And then she's back at the, uh, in the room with John Goodman again mm-hmm. and um, Boris. Mm-hmm. Zoloft. Zol- oh yeah, Zoloft. And she's talking, and she says like, "For this at this moment, it slows down for me. It's like when in a, you're in a film and the celluloid burns up. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. That was dumb. They haven't done that in a movie since Fight Club. I don't like seeing that. Oh, and, Grindhouse. And, and movie. Don't tell me that I'm watching the movie. You're. Oh, you're right. And I just watched Grindhouse yeah. the other day. The zombie part is awesome. And that that was like 2013. I really like the interludes that like are previews for other fake movies. Uh huh. That, but, shit, that shit is great. But one, they were like, we love Machete. Like, people love Machete so much. That's why they made that movie. They were like, no, 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 no. I know you're playing with these other movies. That looks fun as fuck. Actually, <laughs> that movie looks fucking fun. That that was okay. Yeah. That was okay. But don't do it normally. What? That th- like that had no place in this movie. What? Machete? Oh, oh, oh. Are we t- wait, what are we talking about? Machete being Machete awesome. was okay for the film, the film to burn up because I know this is a joke. Mm-hmm. This is a joke. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there. What the fuck? I don't even know where that fucking came from. They could have been any other fucking cliche or something like that. No one does that shit. But uh, there, there's a lot of winking and nodding to let us know that this is a movie, like James McAvoy talking directly to the camera. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. So, um, so then, like, I'm lost. Where uh, are um, this movie looks really cool. It looks kind of like Belly because it's like colorful and actiony, and there's music. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, um. Atomic is impressed by like uh, Percival. Mm-hmm. I mean Xavier. That's his name. I think they go to his apartment and she's like, "Hey, look, I, I do stuff, and uh, we got to find that traitor." 
Oh yeah, no, no. There's a scene where he's at this like outside nightclub, and then Spyglass, uh, the Spyglass will. <laughs> so they're the whole thing about the movie is they're looking for a list of all undercover operatives from every um, every person, every country that's spying it up. So Russia. Um, America, Britain, Germany, all the spies are on the list because somebody's a quadruple agent. Which is also a kind of a common trope yeah. in spy movies. It happened in Mission Impossible. It happened in, uh, happens in every spy movie, I think. So if somebody, whoever owns the list, would have the power to, you know, power people. And, you know, we needed white people to have the thing because, oh, they're all white. We needed uh, America or MI6 to have it because, you know, they'll do the right thing with it. Wink. And so the guy, he was like, all right, I, I delivered the list. Where is it? And he was like, well, the list never got here. Dude's dead. And he was like, well, I did my point, which he did. And he's like, no, the deal's not done. And he was like, well, I memorized the whole list because, you know, photographic memories, I guess. Some people can do that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, all right, yeah. And then the cops come. And then Jane McAvoy was like, uh-oh, the cops are here. And then dude was like, I'll see you later because <laughs> obviously I can slip in and out of shit. I probably don't need your help because he was good at wiggling at, out of the motherfuckers. Oh, he was the, they call him the codename the Wiggler. <laughs> he got out of that motherfucker. He, he threw a fucking ninja smoke bomb. And he just got, I was like, hey, bro, you might just want to try and get out on your goddamn own. But Percival proceeds to beat up the police and escapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a cast on the whole time, which I knew was fake because he, he keeps a keeps a recording device in there. It's well, fun, it's funny no, how he, because he's actually punching motherfuckers with a broken ass hand. I'm like, <laughs> hey, bro, no, let's, I, I get I get what you're doing it, but all right, whatever. Guess they wouldn't check you for a wire in your broke ass hand, so whatever. I guess not. But um, for the first twist on top of a twist, mm-hmm. I think at this point, Atomic goes to Spyglass's apartment mm-hmm. to try to find the watch. No, 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 not Spyglass. The the dude that she was not intimate with it that she was intimate with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so she goes to his apartment to try to find the watch. Mm-hmm. And then she, they was, so then it comes back to the interrogation scene. It was like, you had to know everybody was going to come to it. She was like, I wasn't only looking for the watch. I was also looking for, what was the name? Shalosky, Stoli, uh, Struggle. I, I can't remember what the, the double agent name was. Let's call him Struggle. Yeah, his yearbook, I guess. Yeah. No, 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 no. There, there was, you know, one. Satchel. Agent. Satchel. Satchel, yeah. So the there was a double agent named Satchel, and C, her other guy that's not in the movie at all, was like, "I need you to get rid of Satchel." And he was like, "She was like, oh, wink, yes, I'll get rid of him, wink, stump." <laughs> and so she was looking for any clues to find Satchel, and then she finds a picture with her dead ex spy fuck buddy and James McAvoy, and James McAvoy had told her, "I don't know him," and so she goes back to James McAvoy. Like, hey, nigga, what's this picture mean? I didn't say I didn't not know him. He that I, I, I it was a little white lie. Oh, I see what you did there. A white lie. Can uh the the soundtrack really be like the basis of the whole film? Because after the George Michael fight, I'm like that was great, but man, I don't care about this plot. Oh, but the soundtrack was awesome. But can that be a basis for a film? Yeah, in black 70s movies. Remember, they used to the goddamn words. Shaft is walking down the street because he got a man to meet about some information. Shaft. That's true. I guess I guess that's why I want some to be. Movies used to have the what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> the 
That's why I wanted this movie to be 30 minutes shorter. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you're right. You're right. Um. So, then they were like... I don't know what they were like. I really like John Goodman. I wish there was more of him in this movie. He was only there to be just John Goodman. No, no, yeah, that was the only reason he was there. We just got, we just want his name in the credits. Hey, like for his five minutes, he was on screen. He was just John Goodman and up. He was like Roseanne. <laughs> I was like, whoa. No, nah, he's was a movie about disrespectful white kids. No, nah, he's great. He's a uh, not. Nah, Roseanne was like, I'm working class and I work for a union. Mm-hmm. And now I'll be sucking Donald Trump up on the internet. She's a Trump fan now. What? You didn't see that exchange? Oh, man, I'll tell you about it later. It was weeks ago. Look at this little weeks ago. And uh, so, I was going to say that John Goodman, is uh, he's like the Jada Kiss of acting. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, he's in my top five, dead or alive. He is, really? He's not in my at all. No, um, he's uh, great on features. He is. He's one of the greatest ad-libs ever. But he's great on features. I mean, just saying, he's one of the greatest rappers of all time. Five? Hell no. No, that's just the thing that he says. But he's yeah. he's great on features, and he probably rarely should be like leading. Other than like Chlorophyll Lane. Oh. No, he's a great voice actor too. Don't forget about that shit. His voice acting is impeccable. It's rawr. He he sounds like he looks in real life. Mm-hmm. Jolly old fat man. He could play a great Santa. A drunk Santa too. That'd be dope. Anyway, I don't know where we are right now. Uh they talked to Percival and Percival's like looking through like a microfish. You know, mm-hmm. we looked through like several dozen um oh. <laughs> and it's like boring spy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yawn. Um, Atomic is is like this. This is basically a spy montage. Mm-hmm. We're spying <laughs> on each other and sometimes other people. Let's just say oh. she goes into a restaurant. Oh yeah, well she does go into a bar at one mm-hmm. point, and this and this. Did she orders Stully on ice? <laughs> and uh, her her vaguely browned. Uh, no 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 no. Um, KGB agent number two. Was like, hello, Germany. And she was like, I'm not speaking German tonight. She was like, oh, you're British. This bitch supposed to be British this whole movie, right? She doesn't say one T in crumpets. Like, like, fuck, I say accidental British shit. On, I, I call people bruv all day long. And I speak more British shit than she does. And I know British is just English, but... There's a fucking accent. There's fucking slang. She doesn't speak none of this shit. And she's supposed to be British. And everybody knows she's British because of the way she talks and shit like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It pissed me off. Because then there was a big <laughs> reveal at the end. And so while she was popping at the guy that she really wanted to pop to, uh, French brown girl was like, oh, you need my help. Wine and cheese. Why don't we meet back in my place for a Cabernet? And yeah. some scissoring. Yes, scissor me timbers. But she's like, I'm too busy to scissor tonight. Can we scissor tomorrow? Mm-hmm. All right, come by this club tomorrow. <laughs> That's exactly the line. <laughs> and then she goes to the watchman who guy who I would like to see this guy as the villain because he looks scary. The watch guy, the watchman, the watch watcher. Oh, yeah, he is cool, actually. Yeah, I forgot what he's from, but I was like, this guy is handsome, scary. I feel like uh, Atomic should have paid for his services. She's like, hey, can you give me a watch? Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, just come by tomorrow, or whatever." And so I guess the watch was like a passport into I don't know which is the 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 poor part, East or West Berlin. Could you help? No. Okay. <laughs> so she gets like walking papers to poor Berlin, and so she was like, "Thanks." And then I guess he gave her a fake watch. I don't know. So she goes over to poor Berlin, and she's being tailed because she's the worst spy. And well, she's 
don't know. I guess they have really good face recognition technology back then because they just spotted her out of the blue. Oh, yeah, it's 89. All right, you want to be on the lookout for a woman, and she's white, and she has hair. Go. They got her off. There she is. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> um, and I'm convinced that this movie is way more concerned with visuals and plot because they're just like, all right, how can we get her to fight in a movie theater? Mm-hmm. All right, here it is. And so then she goes, and then she's immediately gets spotted. Nobody knows how to spy in this movie, except for James McAvoy. I think actually, well, the, I guess in its in its shitty defense, McAvoy says, "If you wanted to be followed and not be discovered, then I would, but I did." <laughs> you just made me lose my head. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but she she gets she's. So being... then they go into like a theater museum, which is the best theater I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Oh, there was like exhibits and shit. It's fantastic. Like, it looked like a planetarium. Have you ever seen this happen in movie theater? Like somebody rushes in, sits down, and then you see like six guys walking up and down the aisles. Hell, motherfucking no! Because I'm leaving at that point. <laughs> like what back door? <laughs> I seen some kids running and sneaking back in the day when like movies actually cared about you movie hopping. Nobody gives a fuck no more. And they kicked in the dome just looking up and down the aisles. They look terribly because y'all motherfucking find her all the time, but she's still the same person. All y'all gotta do is look up. Look at the bitch that's trying to hide. Look for the bitch that's trying to hide from me. You mean because everyone else is like, oh wow, this movie's fantastic. Or why the fuck are y'all in here? Like, hey, wipe your feet. And so... She gets away, only to not get away, and then she fights everyone. There was no small motherfucker. James McAvoy is the smallest motherfucker in this movie, and he's, like, cut up the fuck. No, he's pretty big in this movie. Yeah. But, yeah, all the goons are, like, uh, six foot nine. Yeah, they're, all, they're what the fewer envision. I know these KGB dudes. So all these guys' name is uh, fucking uh, uh, Boris, but- and motherfuckers are all uh, the little brothers of Zangief. Uh, and she gets kicked through a movie screen after a guy gets uh, her car keys through her his face. Oh yeah, henchman number t- three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was badass, and he had a badass haircut. He looked a little white supremacy though. <laughs> oh, he de- he definitely did. Yeah, he goes to soccer games and boos the black guys on the Germany team. <laughs> so get out of our country, go! <laughs> he still has his jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, at all his action figures. It's like I can't stand you when you're not playing. When you're not playing, get out of country in the off season. In the off season, <laughs> um, so yeah, and then like, she, like she pulls a fire alarm and then like, like acts invisible because she got a. You know, they were terrible at KGB. Well, she they find her again, I think, and then he kicks her through a movie screen, and then and then she gets away during like the the, yeah. the ruckus. Mm-hmm. And then she meets up with um, the only character I liked in this movie. The clean-cut German dude that's with a heart of gold, but he's also a revolutionary. And he was like, you're late. And he's like, look at my face, motherfucker. I got my ass whooped. What the fuck you think I was doing? Suck a dick? She was, and he was like, my bad. And so she was like, aren't you a little too close to the wall? And he was like, you got to hide in plain sight, baby. And I was like, no, no, that's not how you hide. <laughs> right under a spitting sign that says Berlin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I might listen. I'll admittedly don't care about the plot. Movie looks cool. Yeah. And so, uh, in a place where she's not supposed to trust anybody, she trusts this guy. Yeah. Immediately. He, he had a trusting face. He did have a pretty trusting face. I trust him. I trust him. And so, she was like, passports and Jordache jeans and, like, Stully. I think at this point, I don't. there's a blank spot in my brain, but then she goes to the club. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because she needed to meet Adam, because she knew she was a spy and shit like that. And so, like, 
yeah, she got a passport or some bullshit from dude and like more like information on. So she goes to the club and the club is jumping. That shit was popping. It was bottle service everywhere. Diddy was like doing a Diddy dance in the background. Table service shit. Bitch was shaking on uh, pogo serves. It was a uh, uh, $2 uh, well drink night. Fire. <laughs> Man, that's an 89 $2. <laughs> oh, wait, that's expensive, my man. <laughs> Seventy five cents. And so um, she meets up with in this banging ass club. She runs right into. I guess she was the only brown girl in there. She was like, "I think you're gonna come." She was like, "Later, you will." And she's like, "Let's go someplace more comfortable so I can omelet." <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna get up all in your fromage. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, you're not very good at the spy thing." You she don't... starts crying. She's like, "I know. <laughs> I thought this shit was gonna be fun." I was like, "Bitch, who?" <laughs> it's like the pamphlet was very convincing. <laughs> the paper- I was young. I needed money. It was either this or you know busting it wide open in, the, front, in a uh, that, that, high class whole house. They have really good medical. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's why I'm here. But if you want to go somewhere else, so we can still, we can still do that. So immediately after find out she's fired, Charlize was like, "Well, you're still vaguely hot. I I don't know about this girl. I'm just saying, vaguely hot." No, this this wasn't in the comic. They just threw it in there because hey, lesbians is popping right now. So they have uh, roll around sex, <laughs> you know, roll around movie sex, <laughs> an exodus of nipple showing. Oh, this is fifth grade wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then she was like, after they start smoking cigarettes, you know, facts. And so she was like, oh, now that we had sex, I'm immediately going to tell you all the secrets that you need to know. And she was like, yep. I guess I put that good pussy on your pussy. It's like, that's why I'm here. Don't worry. Trust me completely. And so she was about to give up the beans, but she was like, no, we're being tapped it. So let me tell you the music. Let me tell you about Percival, who is Xavier. Mm -hmm. So she knows that she's being recorded Mm -hmm. and that she knows that she's being recorded and Percival can hear it. Mm -hmm. Because this movie has a lot of like what we're doing right now of like headphones playing back on it. Oh, yeah. This shit was sponsored by Sony headphones. I'm like, fuck, they're spies. I get it. I know they're listening to shit. I don't need to see it. Everybody had listened to Pikes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's in that? What's in that Reebok fanny pack? No, <laughs> don't worry about it. And so then she leaves there, and I don't know where we are. Uh, you know that Percival Xavier is a villain because he's drinking Jack Daniels. Oh yeah, and that's trash. Terrible person. And he's he's pawned it off as the best shit in the world. I was like, it's unsuspe- unsuspecting kids. <laughs> you do that to them, they don't know what they're doing. And so. I don't know. Uh, Percival meets up with uh, Atomic, and he's like, hey, don't worry. Spyglass memorizes the list, and I have a plan to get him across the border. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be civil unrest if they recover Spyglass and like other people get to him. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, then a French lady was like, but then there was like a scene showing that uh, Percival met with the dude because he found uh, henchman number five. If y'all will recall, he was the guy that shot... Uh, Spy British spy number one in the head at the beginning of the movie, and he stole the watch. And so they found tracked him down and they killed him with some kind of irony, I guess. And so, <laughs> no, this movie is long in the tooth, my friend. Bro, I'm lost. And so, it's a good movie. It's a, it's a good movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you, you should you should watch this at home. Yeah. And when you get interested, just uh, you just go ahead and fold that laundry. <laughs> and so. Uh, Spy double cross happened. Now she already knows not to trust Percival, mm-hmm. but she somehow seems surprised, yeah. even though she doesn't really find out until later. So 
but this scene, but I did like the setup for this final scene where they're about to get spyglass across the border, mm-hmm. and they use like the backdrop of like the protest to get them across. Mm-hmm. That, that was cool. Yeah, and the umbrella thing was cool. Yeah, it's like that was not my part of my plan, part of my plan, and shit like that. And James McAvoy did a lot to like save the dude's family, but twist the fate, he kills Spyglass because he's a double agent. Yeah, and he shot him like. <laughs> With the between the leg under the arm shot. Oh yeah. I'm like, damn. Oh well, he didn't kill him at first, and so like she was like, oh, you gotta stop the blood, yeah. And then, um, then you know she uh fucking fights some guys that are like 100 pounds heavier than her. This scene was actually pretty cool, and I like how it didn't have music mm-hmm. because I was getting a little bit bored of like the action and music cliche. Soundtrack was fire. No, it was it was great, but I, at this point, I'm like, because of the heavy plot, I'm like, all right, let's get, let's get the fuck out of here, movie. I'm, <laughs> I'm done with you. Um, I might be talking about her beating up guys bigger than her, but they made it seem kind of realistic. And I'm a John Wick fan, but no, that's not happening in real life. I'm just saying. So, no, I, you did bring this up before we started recording, and I'm like, yeah, that was actually a good point. The fighting is really brutal, mm-hmm. and you you can just see the people are fucking hurt, and they yeah. don't, and they do not die easily. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not easy to knock a motherfucker out. She hits this motherfucker with the back of a butt. It's like like movies are knock a motherfucker out with a, a butt to the back of the forehead, and I'm like, that's not how you knock niggas out and shit like that. And these one punch knock shit out like motherfuckers. She had to kill motherfuckers and shit like that. She stabbed a motherfucker like fifty seven times, and it was like she had to stab him fifty seven. He was he was he was a stocky motherfucker. So yeah, that fight scene. Did we uh, see the fight scene where she was like uh, twirling the hula hoops? I mean the the the, the uh, fire hose rope around motherfuckers. Um, yes. Oh, okay. Well, there's one scene. <laughs> oh, that was when she was at dude's apartment. Damn, that was hell long ago. So. Anyway, the best scene in the whole goddamn movie is the scene from the previews of where she has the yellow rope and she's beating people up with it. But the whole time during that scene, they're playing uh, George Michaels until the end of time. And I know I've said this a few times. This fucking masterpiece of a scene. Because she's like, she's, I've never seen somebody beat up with a rope before. And I mean, not like a whip. Not like It was just a rope and it was kind of like kind of thick and dense. And she was like, beat, like, like vinyl tubing. She's beating the shit out of people with vinyl tubing. Pretty cool. <laughs> I was laughing because I felt, I felt like that was an odd thing to say, mm-hmm. but that is one of my favorite parts of the movie is that she's innovative with like the shit around her, mm-hmm. which is also indicative of the fight in the last part of the movie where she's just picking up hot plates and like corkscrews and like what, just whatever is around there, a mm-hmm. lamp. And so, so she, her and um, Spyglass are trying to get away, and so she's like killing some dudes. And this was like another. They showed all the fight scenes in the goddamn previews. Now I think about it, one of the preview fight scenes. And this is where I thought in this movie when they first showed this shit, I was like, she moves kind of slow. But like watching it over a whole movie, it just like it showed that she was not fucking Gina Carano in a goddamn movie. She was Charlie Theron, proficient in hand to hand combat, and proficient really mean it really meant that shit with a P. She's she's okay at that shit. But she was whooping ass, but it was like, I understand all the shit. And like, she like ju- her, like you saw that she was putting everything behind her hits and shit like that because you have to, because like she, remember just skinny ass Charlize Theron hitting on a motherfucker that's 270 pounds of muscle and shit like that. So I did like the real, how realistic it seemed to me. Probably, you know, I'm probably missing some shit too. I had my ass whooped in a while, so I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> <Get> your ass <laughs> whooped. <laughs> Uh, 
this 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 final car chase uh, I wasn't here for it. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't necessary. This movie um this movie almost ended for about forty five minutes. Oh, but it had to because you had to kill Spyglass. And some dude she who ass whooped she whooped her ass she whooped earlier. Uh, hits her with a car, and then you know they were sinking, and this bitch holds her breath forever. And Spyglass dies unceremoniously, drowning in a car. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know seatbelts and shit. And then it continues to go on for for like way way <laughs> too long. Um, Percival goes to uh, finish the job with a uh, French spy, mm-hmm. and she's. But she knows that like things aren't okay, right? Because mm-hmm. like Atomic had already told her, "Look, <laughs> shit, shit hits a fan. You need to get the fuck out of here right now." So if I told you she- that shit's going bad, and you need to get the fuck out of here while you're packing to get the fuck out of here, what would you do? Um, I would probably decide to record one more podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> but definitely, definitely both headphones on. Yes, and, and just turn my back to every opening. Yes, I would definitely dampen. The sense that would probably keep me alive with spies and shit like that. Because I know she's a new spy and all, but listen, this is rudimentary shit. She has headphones. She has headphones on, and then it and gets blasting surprised. music. Yeah, and and she knows that you know somebody may be on her way to kill her, so she's gonna dampen her senses and shit like that. She might as well be walking around with a blindfold. I mean, she should al- handcuffs on. She could also like have a knife like in on her person or a gun, mm-hmm. not have headphones on, and be fully dressed with shoes. For some reason, her gun's tucked under a pillow. Like, bitch, we know. Who's gonna be surprised when they come when they come through your window? It's like, oh my god, why do you have a hammer? <laughs> like, you just came through my window, nigga. <laughs> what, the fuck, what the fuck that matters? So James McAvoy gets a drops on her because she didn't want to live, I guess. And she took forever to reach for that gun, and then he chokes her out, which probably would have snapped her goddamn neck. He's pulling on that rope pretty hard. But she she got a few stabs in. <laughs> she made her point. Let's see what she did there. Because it was a nice pick. Point. <laughs> Um, Atomic gets there like just too late. In yeah. fact, she, if she would have like, she could try CPR. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Percival gives like a voiceover to the camera, which I also hated. Mm-hmm. Almost done. Come on, you can do it. And uh, he's like, "This was my motivation. This is why I did all the shit in the movie. This is the first time this actual acting in the whole movie." And what we didn't know is like. She was explaining that to Atomic, but she was doing something. She was on her way to get him. And so that whole speech was while she was walking, but it was happening to her. Yeah, it was a little artsy. Yeah. And so then she just, you know, domed him one time. And movie. And then so she was like, yeah. They was like, well, you killed him. Why'd you kill him? He's like, oh, he was Satchel. And so (laughs) there's a scene where he was like, he was still lying. And he was like, well, you're a satchel. And he's like, oh, that's how you're going to pin it. Because in the movie, they was like, well, we know who satchel is. He knew she was satchel. But she had to flip it on him. And so she, like, taped a bunch of footage together. And I guess, you know, tape is the most universal shit in the world. This, this is why this had to be uh, in 1989. Mm-hmm. Because it couldn't happen with today's technology. Yes, it could. We got well, all these motherfucking cops get off of murder on film. So. No, I just mean tape. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that happened, and then they believed that he was a double triple agent. Yeah, and cause... she was like, "Where's my fucking tea with the queen?" And they're like, no, 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 oh, oh, eighties music is the best music ever, which it really is. And then it was like, "Uh oh, 
hey, in credit, not in credit scene. You thought you were going to leave? No, this movie is fucking still happening. And so then she gets to the scene and it was like the big reveal that, oh, she was the devil agent. And then... I'm Satchel. And then, you know, something does for Donia's Conrad and shit like that. And they were <laughs> trying to kill her. But no one checked the ice bucket, but, and she, with one hand cannon, takes out six dudes. But she has, um, but don't worry, she has a black wig on now, so mm-hmm. it's different. And she takes out the dude, and since she was like, uh, henchman number, I mean, Russian guy number two is like, before I kill you, I'm gonna monologue. And never work for you, you work for me. You suck my dick. And then headshot. Uh, there was a cool scene where uh, a brain splatter gets on, it's like a big picture of a woman with red lipstick. Mm-hmm. And brain splatters onto the red lipstick. I'm like, good job, movie. And yep. then she gets on a Learjet. And who is it? It's John Goodman. And I was like, oh, that's why he was in this movie. Yep. And then she was like, you ready to go home? And she was like, yes, I can stop talking in this non-British, non-British accent. That everyone thought I was British because I was speaking American the whole time. The end. Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. 80 synthesizers. <laughs> Atomic Blonde. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for Atomic Blonde Text Manhattan. <laughs> Coming 2020. Yeah. You and know, all the shit I give this, but like I said, this movie was this movie was good. Uh the soundtrack alone was fucking fire in the way they moved along the movie sometimes. Um Niggas didn't know how to spy though. Oh, they were terrible spies. Spy game spy game was clunky back then. There was no bonding. <laughs> No James Bond whatsoever. <laughs> the best spy was fucking McAvoy, and he got caught up with the sick shit. Um, I like how I didn't turn the page for quite for like a long time. It was just I was just just staring at it. You know, talking about this movie again, I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I'll I'll still give it a C, I guess. It's a good movie. We we, we shit on movies. It's a good movie. Cause it had a great soundtrack, and it was realistic. Cause she got her fucking ass beat this whole movie. There's one scene where like. She had just like domed a guy three times with the butt the butt of a gun and it's like everybody's tired. Like there weren't just like a Jason Bourne fight where these niggas fighting for fucking five hours and just whooping each other's ass, taking each other's best blows with haymakers and shit, and they're still going strong. <laughs> like this bitch, like these niggas was tired. They had been stabbed and shot. Like one dude had a fucking vagina on his eye. Like this shit big ass thing cause she hit him with a hot plate. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking scorch stabbed him motherfucker. So it was just like the realism well, what it looked like realistic shit to me, like this shit was like she was not a fucking superpower super agent and shit like that, and like shit like punches hurt, she's getting rocked a few times. I was like, and then you see her being drowsy from being punched in the fucking head. It's like that shit, you'll get your bell rung and shit like that. Boxers do this shit for a living, and you'll see them motherfuckers start wobbling, and they got on fucking ten pound ten ounces gloves and shit. I guess I'll just look forward to Dark Tower because I already know this like ninety five minutes. <laughs> Swag. All right, got anything else before we get get the fuck out of here? Nope. Shout out to Kamal Harris. Oh, wait, I never... You, you said get the fuck out of here. What are you doing before you wrap it up? I know. All right, you can start fucking up shit if you want to. I will fuck up everything, all right? Oh, that that would be different, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. All right, let's do it. You want to, you ready to wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. Let's... Got anything else before we wrap it up? Yeah. I'm, I'm hungry, man. I'm sorry. Never wrap it up. Shout out to Kamal Harris, Shannon Sharp. Rick Flair and Colin Kaepernick. I said all. Oh, okay. Uh, follow us on. You can fuck your own stuff up. <laughs> follow us on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> SoundCloud. 
allpodcastmatter.com. Uh, if you'd like to submit your music to the show, you can email us at SoundCloud, okay. allpodcastmatter at gmail.com. Two up, two down. I'm back up on my soul shit Got these haters like, oh shit The homie push, got the spot lit And them bitches one part Man, I swear they on that dot shit I'm still on my block shit Rapping that going strong That zombie gang longevity Say a prayer, hoping that it betters me I struggle hard, but it won't get the best of me Cooking up these bars and you won't get the rest of me Certified king and the law keep blessing me Fuck you niggas, throw a zombie gang to the death of me The game on my hip, that's exactly what a weapon be Reppin' black power and you don't wanna mess with me Checkerboard niggas won't dare to play chess with me Off the wall bars, that's the vid discrepancy You will lose if you challenge my legacy Fuck you niggas, die slow from the weaponry, weaponry Good's a bad guy, you could call me Adolf Guess I'm pushing weight cause a nigga keeping weight off Called in the work and got fired on my day off Now I got time cuz, guess I'm about to take off Miley got me high, I need some milk so I can come down It's a while here, she my ops getting gunned down World War Z, boy, you know how we run down Aim for the head, bet you won't last one round Rap 007, my pen got a laser Plus I drink Henny to the head, no chaser Show up in court, sport, enjoy in the blazer, she don't want to be saved. Told you don't save her. Pauses on you hoes. I play for the pacers. Talking about practice, I play for the paper. Winks to my enemies and thanks to my haters. Concentrate the energy, y'all the ones that make us. <laughs> hey, 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 thank you, niggas. Hey, hey, y'all make me feel better, man. Zombie gang. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, this is this shit is possible because of y'all, by the way. <laughs> Hey, hey, Sting, what up, nigga? Hey, Greg, what's good, my nigga? Yo, yo, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck niggas get mad when I say Zombie Gang. <laughs> hey, yo, we got these motherfuckers really mad out here, push. I guess we doing something right, my nigga. Zombie Gang, we out. Reed Audie, what's good?